Welcome to um, this year's Christmas production, The Wonder of Christmas. We are so happy to have each and every one of you here. Um, we are getting used to not getting dizzy walking around in circles up here. Uh, but it's a, it's a great setup, and uh, we're happy that you have joined us today. Uh, whether it's your hundredth or millionth time with us as a part of this church family, or if you're here for the first time, welcome. It's a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us. Um, you know, as we come into this season, something that we do uh, in the weeks leading up to Christmas, and then lastly, uh, next uh, weekend, is we light a candle every week. These are called the Advent candles, and um, we've been lighting them as we've been going along. And today, the candle that we're going to light is called the peace candle. Can everybody say the word peace? You know, Jesus came when he was born. He came to bring peace. And, and this candle is actually called uh, another name. It's, it's the angel's candle. And the reason why is because when the angels came, they came and declared peace on earth. And you know, the, the reality is, is that Jesus said these words. He says, I give a peace that this world cannot give. Now, it's interesting in the, in the phrasing of how Jesus says it, he, he makes it actually clear that this world that we live in can give peace. It does. It has peace available to us. But what Jesus makes clear is that he brings a type of peace that is completely different than the one that this world can give. You might ask yourself, well, then what, what, what's the difference of this peace that Jesus gives? Well, I, I think the easiest way to describe it would be this, that the peace of this world is dependent on circumstance. That if things are good, if my family's good, if my relationships are good, if the finances are good, if the work is good, then I have peace. But if things are bad, if the money's bad, if there's a lot of debt, if there's problems in my relationships, then... I no longer have peace. But the peace that Jesus brought is a peace that remains. It is a peace that is available in every circumstance and every moment that never, ever goes away, no matter what we might be facing, no matter what we might be going through. And for this, we recognize that Jesus is our peace. Could you tell that to somebody close to you? Jesus is your peace. And he's the only one that can bring the type of peace that he brings. This is why this year, as we've named it the year of wonder, and, and, and as we've named this celebration together, the wonder of Christmas, we, we understand this, that Jesus didn't come just to do wonders. He is the wonder. He is the wonder of this world. He is the wonder of the universe, but much, much grander and bigger than that. He is the creator of it all. And he came to earth 2,000 years ago as the wonder of God come to earth. And you know, I, I, I think about it this way because what one of the words that's used for Jesus as the one who came is that he is the light, the light of the world. How many of you, when you, you know, go to bed at night and uh, maybe you wake up early in the morning 
And um, your eyes at that point have adjusted to the dark, right? Um, you, you can even kind of see a little bit in the dark, right? But, but they've adjusted to the dark. And have any of you in the morning, while it's still dark outside, while it's still dark in your room, you get up and maybe you go to the bathroom or maybe you go to the kitchen or wherever and you turn on the light and when you turn on the light, your eyes are just not ready for it, right? Because you, they, they have become accustomed to the dark, right? And, and once you turn on the light, it's like a shock to your eyes, I actually, we recently got this type of mirror in the bathroom that has LED lights on it where you can put a really dim light so when you walk into the bathroom, you just turn that on and it's a really dim light and your eyes can kind of adjust little by little over time. But here's the reality, is that all of us in some way, shape or form, we all have our spiritual eyes that adjust to the dark. They adjust to the dark. We kind of get used to the darkness. And, and what is that darkness? It could be anything. It could be anxiety. And we adjust to it. We, we get used to it. It could be depression. It could be addictions. It could be lies. It could be any number of things that we adjust to. But Jesus, as the light of the world, came to this earth to shine brightly in the darkness of our lives. And you know what? When the light shows up, just like that first light in the morning, it's a shock, but it's a good shock. It's one that wakes us up to the reality of something new that God wants to do. My friends, I was uh, this week in a meeting and, and somebody was speaking and they said this. They said that they wake up every day with an expectation that God is going to do something great. I was like, man, I, I, I want to live like that, right? I, I want to wake up every day believing that God is going to do something good. And, and, and that doesn't mean that you don't go through hard times, but just an expectation that God is going to move. And so she was sharing this story, and she said, and, and get this, I wake up every day believing that God is going to move, and guess what happens? Every day, God does something. But then she shared this last, last little part. She said, but what's interesting is that sometimes... I'll get home in the evening, she said, and I'll talk to my husband, and I'll be like, God hasn't done anything yet today. And she said, and sure enough, while I'm at home, the phone will ring, somebody will send a text, something will happen before the end of the day, God always does something new. Why do I share that? Because I believe that the wonder of this world has something new for you today. When's the last time you were in awe of God? You were just in a sense of wonder at who he is and what he does. And I want to believe that today God will open our eyes once again to see the greatness of who he is how wonderful he is. He was called, he was named Emmanuel, which is God with us. And today, God is with us. But will you allow the wonder of the world who is with us right now to open your eyes to something new today? Let's invite him in. Come, come. 
Emmanuel. Be present with us right now. Amen. So did Mary know? What did she know? What, what, what did she not know? It's interesting if you follow the story. When she got visited by the angel, she knew some things that the angel told her. But while she knew some things or even some could say many things, she did not know everything that was going to happen. As much as she knew, there was still more to know beyond her understanding. And, and I could say the same about me. I'm sure you could say the same about you. That, that as much as you might know about God or about the Bible, whether that's a little bit or a lot, whatever the amount is, there's still much more beyond that. That God is so much bigger than what we currently understand. God is so much more wonderful than even what we've experienced up until now. There's more. And I kind of think about heaven in these terms. I, I, I think about the reality that when we get to heaven, it's not going to be like some multi-terabyte download of all the information of God in just a moment to our heads and we're going to somehow understand 100% of everything right in that moment. I, I, I don't think so. In fact, God is eternal, the only one who's eternal in the sense that he is without beginning and without end. We are without end, but we had a beginning. And God as the only fully eternal being when I think about that, I think that heaven is going to be an eternity of discovering the wonders of God. It will take every moment of every day to experience the fullness of God. And because of that, right now, right, right here, while we are on earth, I, I, I think the same, that while I might know a lot, there's still more. There still is so much more, so many more wonderful things that God desires for me to experience. And let me tell you that there is so much more that God has for you to experience as well. God is a wonderful God, and He has things that you and I can't even think of, that we can't even dream up. There is no eye on this earth. There is no ear that has heard anything that can understand the fullness of all that God brings to our lives. And so once again, I, I come to this place in my own life and I go, God, I know a lot, but I don't know it all. Would you once again show your wonders to me? Lord Jesus, would you reveal yourself to me in a fresh way, in a new way. Oh God, I, I want to experience you today like never before. When's the last time? Oh, I asked this a few minutes ago, but I ask it again. When's the last time you experienced the awe and the wonder of God? You know, I think there's a lot of things on this earth that impress us, right? A lot of things that are interesting new things that come about that, 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 that blow our minds and we, and we just think, wow, that, that's incredible. 
And in that same way, but even much more, God, who is the creator of all things, can cause our minds and our hearts, our very souls, to be impacted by wonders that you and I can never imagine. And he's got those wonders available for us today. How many could just say this with me? I receive it. Receive the wonders of God. You will see what he will do with you. In Jesus' name. It was a holy night. A divine night. Why a divine night? Because God, the only one who is divine, came to this earth. A holy night. Why? A holy, maybe in its most simplest form, can mean different. Oh, it technically means set apart, but, but that something is unique. It is not like everything else. And the reality is, is that night was a night so holy, so different than any that existed before and any that will exist afterwards, that there will not be a night quite like that night ever again. And the reality is, is that while there will never be a night like that night, there can be holy moments because the same divine one and the same holy one who came 2,000 years ago has this habit of continuing to show up over and over and over again in our lives and his uniqueness and all that makes him who he is manifests in our lives day after day after day after day and he creates holy moments and might this be one of those moments? Might this right now, as we are here together and the presence of God is here, might this be one of those holy, divine moments where God is showing up to do something? And if you are in a position today where you want to respond to God, whether you maybe are here and you're considering, man, I, 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 I'd like to meet this God. I, I, I'd like to know this God, this Jesus that you are talking about, this Jesus who was born on this earth 2,000 years ago and 33 years later went to the cross dying for us, paying the price for our sins, our mistakes, so that way we might have life eternally in him. That Jesus, maybe you're here today and you want to meet that Jesus or maybe you're like me you've known Jesus for a long time although my 43 years of life are very short in comparison to eternity but you know and maybe you've known Jesus for a while but you are in a place today where you want to respond to a holy moment to something that God wants to do that the wonder of the Almighty might show up in your life, in my life, in a new way today. No matter who you are, if that's you and you desire that along with me, would you just raise up a hand or both hands like you're going to receive a gift from the Lord. And Jesus, today with our hands raised, people all over this room, we have our hands raised because, Lord, we...
believe. We believe that you who conquered sin on the cross and you who conquered death with your resurrection, that in the same way that you showed up to this earth over 2,000 years ago, you continue through the work of your spirit to show up into our lives. And so Jesus, today with our hands raised, we receive you. We receive all that you desire to do. We receive your presence. We receive your life. We receive your goodness. And Lord God, right now for some in this room, we receive your healing healing in our bodies and healing in our souls. We receive your restoration. You are making all things new in our lives, Lord God. We receive your goodness. We receive your freedom in this moment. We receive your light in the darkness. Today, we receive all of you. And may the wonderful Savior and your wonderful presence show up in our lives today in a new way change us and transform us and just as we receive you lord with our hands raised we give ourselves to you for only you are worthy we place our lives in your hands and we say god do with us what you want do with us what you desire for you are the good god and you are worthy of all that we have to offer to you in Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Can we give an applause to the Lord right now? And let's declare this again. Fall on your knees.